Good evening, I'm Rafferty Cleary. Expect mostly cloudy skies tonight, a low near 50. Your forecast coming up in minutes. The Putnam County Regional Planning Commission continued discussions Tuesday about possibly creating a set of county zoning regulations. Commissioner Phil Wilburn said it's something he wants to pursue despite the negative feedback he's receiving. I think we ought to have something in our hand. Just one or two pages, so be it. Well, I just think it's a matter of how, how slow we start off and how, how general we make the starting mm-hmm. and not go in full bore with trying to touch on everything that's to be considered. Just touch on the big ticket issues. Commissioners have received a copy of a previous set of regulations that failed to gain approval more than 10 years ago. The Planning Commission has agreed to study the document and decide during next month's meeting whether they want to move forward with pursuing a set of zoning rules. Every school inside Livingston city limits will soon have a school resource officer. The Overton County School System has received an $87,500 grant to add SROs at A.H. Roberts Elementary and Reach Academy. City Councilman Ronald Dishman said those officers will come from the Livingston Police Department. I compliment Greg and the school system both because I think it's needed. We've not had nothing here yet, but folks, we got a face. It could happen any day. And so this way, hopefully we've got it covered. The police department already provides SROs to Livingston Academy and Livingston Middle School. Police Chief Greg Etheridge said the state-funded grant will cover salaries and equipment for the new officers. An Overton County judge has handed down a 37-year prison sentence to a child rapist. Earl Jr. Pike Jr. entered a guilty plea today to the offense of rape of a child and aggravated sexual battery. The investigation began October of 2018 when authorities received allegations that Pike committed sexual offenses against a 7-year-old female. Investigators said Pike eventually admitted to sexually penetrating the child at his home. The Livingston Police Department and District Attorney General's Office investigated the case. Authorities announced indictments on Wednesday against two additional men in an ongoing Smith County homicide. The indictments charging 35-year-old James Murray and 38-year-old Tommy Grisham with aggravated robbery and felony first-degree murder in the April 23rd death of Taylor Noose. Authorities found Noose's body in an old warehouse on Hunter Avenue. A TBI investigation identified Murray and Grisham as two of the individuals responsible for the crime. A Smith County grand jury handed down the indictments last week. Murray and Grisham remain behind bars. Without bond, agents have already arrested three other individuals in connection with the death. Another Monterey store will soon be selling beer. The town's beer board has approved a permit to allow beer sales at the Family Dollar Store on Commercial Avenue. Mayor Bill Wiggins noted that the store's application met all requirements to be granted a license. Family Dollar becomes the fourth business in Monterey to sell beer since voters approved a referendum allowing such sales in 2016. Vice Mayor Starlet Wessels, Alderman Mark Farley, and Alderman James Foster voted against approving the application. Monterey Alderman approved a social media policy for the town this week. Alderman Nathan Walker said that policy is designed to protect the city and was actually scaled back from a proposal from the Municipal Technical Advisory Service. The social media policy is it's just a broad uh, policy that many other uh, towns and cities around us have adopted that just kind of goes over the usage policy on how people comment. Uh, how the records are kept uh, and how the 
social media policy is enforced. Uh, so it just kind of lays out that, that broad groundwork uh, for, for that policy. Each, each individual department will actually handle how the employee social media policy works. So, so we didn't really delve into that aspect of it. Now, you all did scale back kind of what was originally presented to the technology committee. Uh, why did you all decide to do that? The social media policy that was proposed by MTAS was a very specific and very limiting policy that enacted uh, regulations that are not uh, particularly laws yet. Uh, so we didn't want to really get into that uh, until those things become law. Uh, so we just wanted to kind of keep it more broad, uh, more in line with what the areas, towns, and cities around us have adopted. And, you know, as the law changes, we'll, we'll adjust our policy. But for now, we're just kind of keeping in line with everybody else. You were, were one of those who uh, approved the policy. So I'm curious, why do you think it's a good thing that, that this is implemented for the city? Well, I think it, it protects the city. Uh, a lot of the... Uh, because of the open meetings law and the and the open records law, uh, we want to make sure that we're following the law as far as how comments and posts on social media accounts are handled, so that we don't open ourselves up to any liability or any issues that affect the community. Uh, we just want to be sure that we have a policy set in place on who's going to be in charge, who's going to be enforcing these policies. Uh, you know, the oversight of it all. Uh, we didn't have that before. So, like, we have departments right now, such as the police department and even the fire department, that, that have their own social media accounts, but, but there's no set policy. So it's highly recommended that we have the, the, those policies in place so that if something happens that the liability doesn't come back to the city of Monterey. Walker said almost every city in the state of Tennessee has adopted a policy that's similar to the one that Monterey has now put in place.